Hi guys, it's me again, just Amanda. Um, I really need to tell Francesca about when I'm doing this, but I think it's just like a spur of the moment thing that I decide to do. Um, today I would like to talk about something completely different. Completely, yeah. Well, it's not really different. It's just something that I definitely feel very passionate about because I'm from Nigeria. So today I'm going to be talking about NSARS. Um NSARS is something that we're protesting and SARS is actually um, part of the police force within Nigeria. So um, I know a lot of people already know what this is. Um, There's a lot of celebrities that have already spoke out, but I'm still just going to explain what it is and then go into detail and just basically say what I feel and what I want to happen or what I believe should happen. Um... So SARS stands for Special Anti-Robbery Squad. Um, So they're basically supposed to um, ensure that there's no robbery within Nigeria, but they actually do quite the opposite. Um, I know it's been a long time since they formed. I can't actually remember the exact date as to when they were formed, but they have a long list of records, abuses. Because they're in power... They basically use their power to kidnap people, request money from people on the street. Imagine, so basically it's like the police being able to use their authority to on like the people in Nigeria to request money from them. Like imagine going, like trying to drive somewhere and you can't get somewhere. So you get stopped by the police and they're like, hey, who are you? Or... Um, like wearing, if you're wearing camouflage, for instance, now, um, camo- um, anything camouflage is actually um illegal in Nigeria. But they will now tell you that you're trying to um pretend that you're a soldier, and for that they could be requesting for money, for anything. And there's so many, so many, so many stories on it. Like there's so many stories that police have k- used their guns, killed innocent lives for no reason. Um, just in, <laughs> the craziness. So um, they actually started this force because a lot um, Nigerians. I think at first it's even shocking because Nigerians we were scared to protest a, a, against anything because it's almost as if our government won't actually listen to us. By the way, um, guys, just a heads up, especially for the people that are not Nigerian. I'm not going to talk bad about my country because at the end of the day. I love Nigeria and I love that I am a Nigerian, but we have to say what it is when it is like our president. This is not uh, the first time he's even been in term. And it's like a group of people that have been in term for 60 years and have not been able to accomplish or achieve anything within Nigeria. Is It's actually disgusting. Like our current president now, he's been president already before. And literally, because of this whole NSARS thing, it's just made me actually look into the history of Nigeria. And when I actually deep it, or when I when I read up about a lot of it, or what and watched videos, I realized that wait, hold on. Um, it was more like a business deal how um the politicians got into power in the first place. Since the um, Briafa War, or even before that, um, Frederick Lugard, I feel as if, like, 
I'm not going to say anything about the Northerners, but they know what they've done um, to Nigeria and the reason why it's like that in the first place. Um, I think NSARS just started off as a movement to say that people just didn't want any police brutality anymore in the first place. And it's just gotten bigger than that now. So apart from that, they were still going under the name of NSARS, but they were asking for a lot of things in Nigeria, like um, there's no 24-hour electricity in Nigeria. The healthcare system is so bad that if you go to the hospital, God forbid, God forbid, God forbid, like if you get into a car crash and go into hospital, the doctor will be requesting for money first before he even treats the patients. And it just got to a point where a lot of Nigerians became tired of it. Um, a th- days ago, on the 20th of November, there were protesting and on that same day, um, the government decided to impose a 24-hour curfew, and um, which was announced, I think, I'm not too sure on the time, but I think it was announced at 4pm to be done by 6pm. So everyone decided, like, they decided that they're going to impose their curfew or whatever. And these people went out, they went to go and still protest. And can you imagine that, well, everyone's denying it now because of the disgrace or the scrutiny that is across the world. But someone within the government asked them to remove all the cameras. Remember, there's no light in Nigeria. There's no 24-hour electricity in Nigeria. So they asked them to move the lights at the toll gate where they were protesting. They got soldiers to come there and they started shooting at innocent, unarmed protesters. And guys, the only reason why we even know what's going on right now is because people that were at the protest, like you and me, went on their phone and started recording it live. Imagine, I can never forget, because I live in London. I was literally, in, I think I was even sleeping. I was sleeping, and I know my girl, she sent it, like, she she forwarded me the live or whatever. And then I remember waking up around, because I know it started around, um, let's say, nine, she sent me the live. I woke up around, because any time I come back from work, I always sleep straight away. I don't even understand my body, but <laughs> we move. I woke up, I saw, um, like, I tried to open a live, but it said the live had already ended. Or more, I just saw different, 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 different videos, yeah. As soon as I saw it, as in the way I jumped off my bed, I was crying. You could see blood on the floor, you see dead bodies on the floor. You saw people screaming. There was a video where there was full of darkness and people were just singing the national anthem and all you could hear was boom, 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 as in, I think it was police shooting. I don't even know what it was, but, like, it just... I just started crying because I was thinking, wait, hold on. Why is this happening in Nigeria? They can never, ever, 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 ever try this in the UK. I was so shocked by what I was seeing and I was so shocked that this could even be legal in a country in 2020. (laughs) So I watched the whole video, I left it and I just, I remember I put up, the first thing I put up is that this president that we have is is a full-time clown, a full, full, full bloody time clown. Throughout the whole protest, we've been, before that, we've been protesting for days. He had not even said anything. 
And guys, can you not believe, like, even after on this same day where it went global, I'm talking of people like Kelly Rowland, The Shade Room, The Shade Room covers everywhere, Beyonce, Lewis Hamilton, everyone speaking up on it. Our own president didn't even say anything about the shooting. I think, like, two days after, when we now saw everything, they now pretended, they now lied and said only one person died. And to a lot of Nigerians, it was just so, so heartbreaking. Like, literally, the next day, I remember there was a post that went up and said, we need to go to um, the High Commission in in London and protest, and a lot of people were going to be there. I know it's COVID, but I felt so strongly about it, I went to go and protest. My mum my mom was so angry. Like, when she found out she was shining at me, she was like, Shayi, how can you go and protest? Like, you know how risky it is. But I just felt so strongly. Like, I've never, guys, I've never, ever, ever in my life gone to go and do any sort of protest like that or anything like that. But I had to because I was just thinking, ah, oh. like, even if they can't hear us in Nigeria, the UK will hear us. Um, did it even go on BBC News? I'm not going to even scrutinise, but everyone already, if you know me personally, you already know what I think of the UK news and stuff like that. I I studied law, I studied history in secondary school. I've noticed that there is a lot of propaganda that goes on within the media of today. I'm not going to bash the news or anything or pretend that they don't give... Um, information but I, I, I think they give selective information or the information that they would want to portray in the public light they don't give every single type of information because I was so shocked that that didn't actually come up in the news especially because guaranteed when when I was looking around and I went to that protest I know that there was at least over 1,000 people there so no one's gonna come and tell me that <laughs> hmm. There's so much things that happened. Me, I'm just ranting. There's so much things that happened even after that. I remember, and that, um, I think a few days after that, um, our president, Brari, decided that he wanted to ha- um, talk to the nation. It was at 7 p.m. I'm in London, but I said I must listen to this speech at 7 p.m. I remember, go- all, I, all I know, it's social, we're in social media age, like everything could be online. So I remember I was typing everywhere, Barari's speech, Barari's speech, and lo and behold, it was already up on Instagram Live. Bella Niger put it up, so I clicked on it, and I was watching him. Or more, I couldn't understand that manual. All I know is that he was just sending him, from what I understood anyways, he was more sorry for the police that had lost their lives during the protest. And... If they had even lost their lives, it would have probably been as a result of after what the soldiers had did to kill those people during that shooting. So I'm not going to say I'm not sorry, but I was just looking at them like, wow, wow, this this is this is just very interesting. But all I know is that right now. A lot of people are now waiting to 2023 (laughs) because that's going to be when our registration or the next voting is going to happen. And I was like, wow, we're really going to wait two years for one man to be president that we don't even know where he is. He couldn't even the live wasn't even alive, guys, because he wasn't even you could tell it was pre-recorded. They were taking it from different angles. He was sitting in different directions. (laughs) 
I, I'm not gonna say Nigeria is a joke because at the end of the day, I still loved it. I am actually, I love their food, but right now, I think this year, not even just Nigeria, this year has just been, whew, this year has been very, very interesting for all of us. I think this year has been a challenge, and before I was thinking, oh, what goals do I want to accomplish this year, but. Right now, this year, for me, personally, I think I just want to be happy. I don't know what... I don't know. I, <laughs> I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy, feel feel comfortable, have my family with me, and just be at peace because the amount of craziness that has happened this year with the whole COVID, a lot of people dying... I'm just thinking, yeah, this whole thing is to bring light, like, to show you guys, like, there's there's something happening. But even in Congo, there's craziness happening. I know there's something about um, Congo is dying, Africa is dying, blood on Africa, but no one is actually talking about it. And it's sad because I know, like, maybe in a couple of months, everyone's just going to forget that these protests happen. And I just pray they don't forget because really and truly... I want a change. There was a time once in my life, um, you, I would always tell like um, one of my friends that oh, I really, really, really wish I lived in Nigeria because I feel like I really wish my mom brought me up in Nigeria because I feel like they know how to love, like love. You find true love there. But me looking back at it now, when I think about it, is it really even true love? Or you, there's no opportunity there, like. Even in order to get a job there, you would probably have to sleep with someone or you'd know someone. I feel sorry for a lot of the girls that are there, if I'm honest with you. I feel sorry for a lot of the guys that are there because they, they there's people with masters, there's people with doctorate degrees, but no job. Or the only job that they have is just to um, be a cleaner. I remember there was even one time the president said, oh, you, or more like the way forward is to do agriculture. <laughs> I'm praying for a better future. That's what I'm going to say. But yeah, ma'am. This is not... This is this wasn't supposed to be a sad podcast, but I just wanted to bring awareness. Yeah. I wanted to bring awareness to what's happening in Nigeria, like, right now. And I want a lot of people to um, understand. So, yeah. I don't want anything to impact my personality because I'm naturally a bubbly person. But, yeah, a lot of things is going on right now. A lot of things is going on right now. <laughs> it is well. Bye, guys.